How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey there, and welcome to episode 55 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. And here we are. Um, right, we're global today. We are global today. <laughs> I'm talking to my good friend and co-host, Tave Bragg, down there in Adelaide. And, of course, our favourite female country singer <laughs> from Nashville, Tennessee. We've got Alison Asarch. How are you? Both Braggy and Alison, how are we? Good, Curly. Start of the footy season. First game last night for the Mighty Demons. Uh, Alison won't know them, but they're from Melbourne and um, they had a win first game. So (laughs) I'm pretty happy with that. We're coming into winter now, Alison, which is our football season, of course. And uh, you're coming into, I guess, the summery months where you are in Nashville. Baseball. Yes, it is spring here, but it really snowed on Saturday, so it's anybody's <laughs> guess. Oh, <laughs> Seems to be doing yeah. that, doesn't it? Now, now the I exciting know. news from Alison Asach is, of course, Rory. The, the addition of Rory into the household. Yes, she is now waking up, even though I wish she would go back to sleep. Oh, she's a baby. Yes. But she's so cute. Yes. Hello, baby. Thank you. Oh, She's a cute little terrier is. mix. Well, yes. I feel a song coming on there for Ooh. you, Elsa. Well, that's funny because obviously we have Maggie and we do sing Wake Up Maggie uh, all the time to her. So we okay. do need a song for Rory. So that's a good idea. <laughs> no worries. I might you get can have on that. One. that. <laughs> no worries. But, um, uh, but of course, we've seen the release of your new album, Texas to Tennessee. I think it was released early February. <gasps> you and um, we do have our copies here. I've just misplaced mine at the That's all right. moment. There we go. And, Yay, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alison, yeah, for sending it. The postage course. was horrendous. Thank, oh, my I God, I know. Thank you so much. Yeah. Of course. That's fantastic. So talk us through. How's the album doing? It's going super well. Um, my publicist... You know, she sends it out to whoever wants to hear it. And I've been listened uh, all across the world. Obviously, y'all in Australia, but um, in Africa, uh, people in Ghana love it, which is cool. Um, (laughs) In Ireland, people are listening and loving what they hear. And I've gotten a few um, interviews just around uh, Nashville and stuff like that from it. And I... Uh, a lot of the songs that I thought would be pretty awesome, um, 
I, a lot of people really love, which is exciting. And I've obviously been waiting forever for this to come out. So hearing that people are loving what they listen to is so exciting. And I'm just so relieved that it's out and that people, people love it. That's great that it's, um, you've got all these other followers from, it's like, there's a world tour coming up. Oh gosh, yes. Manifest. <laughs> How good would that yes. be? Yes. Amazing. 100%. I am down. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole bunch of new songs that we haven't we haven't heard before since last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. Did you re-record any of the older ones? We talked about it. But no, I was like, I really do like how they sound. And I feel like if you do listen to those compared to the new ones, there's not that there's a difference, but I think you can kind of hear the growth in my voice. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm. And I felt like if I re-recorded the songs, then it would be like two different songs on all the platforms. And I thought it would be weird and... So I just said, we'll yeah, keep them. And I I mean, the production went super well throughout. So I think that. Yeah, it sounds really good. Like the, the sound, it sounds really good. It's really crisp. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Props to Ren um, Renfrey. <laughs> <laughs> we, what are we going to play, Tony? We're going oh, to get right Before we that? do, I want to hear which yeah. are the songs that Alison thought were awesome that are going well. So I can just me- okay. get that in my mind. Cause okay, my- okay. I know we've got our favourites, Braggy, but I want right. to sort of hear what Alison's favourites on the album Before were. anyone even listens to anything, they like, uh, when I'm at work and I talk about that I'm a singer-songwriter and I've got a new album, you can look it up. Thank You Tequila is like right up there and everyone's like, oh, a tequila song. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, perfect. Yeah. And people do love it and I love it because I always wanted to write a tequila song. Yeah. So I'm... So happy that one was out. And You Who and Nothing, I've always loved, but I didn't know if people would also gravitate toward them, and they did, which is exciting. So that's great. And then Passed On is specifically for my family, and all of them cried when they heard it. Mm. <laughs> so Yeah, I really I cried when I listened yeah. to that. <laughs> I was out walking on Sunday along the the. Um, Bayside down here at Wynnum and I almost cried while I'm walking listening to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Thank it's just you. so relatable. Yeah. yeah. We could talk about that one later, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I love what's funny. It's funny though. I know we're going to play um, Thank You Tequila and I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, here's the song. So many people have written tequila yeah. songs, you know, especially country artists. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yours, I'm pretty sure, would be the only one with the word Uber in it. <laughs> <laughs> As so it's of a now, modern I tequila song. Right. I love it. <laughs> it's a modern take. <laughs> so, yeah. so with I that, guess. why don't we put it on? Let's uh, have a listen okay. to Perfect. Thank You Tequila. Been watching all those other girls acting like they own the world, dancing in the neon glow. I'm normally kind of shy, never want to walk up to a guy, kind of want to get to know. I guess a little bit of liquid courage was all it really took. And now I can see it's working just the way I hoped it would. So thank you, 
is such a cool little song and it's such a shame that we're drinking coffee while we're listening to a tequila song. I know. Who knows? Uh. You could have tequila in there. <laughs> and most people's tequila songs are singing about how, how shitty it is the day after but yours is like, I'm really happy with this tequila. <laughs> but you don't strike me, Alison, as someone who would need to have a tequila overcome your shyness. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so, though when you see a cute boy, you're like, oh, mm, yep, that's a cute yeah. guy. I'm just gonna okay, stay a little bit of Dutch clear. Yep. and then yeah. you're like, oh, I'll ease my way in. Let me have some tequila. I'll be okay. Yeah, it's good. It's a very relatable it song. <laughs> a, I, Alison, I set myself a task for this interview to try and do you know 13 songs in 13 words or less to try and describe the song. I failed miserably. I didn't get there. <laughs> but Thank You Tequila was one that I actually did. And I actually called it the introvert's anthem for Tuesday night twofers. And so... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great rhyme, by the way. Uber and twofer. I, yeah, we thought so too. <laughs> very good rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, yeah, just a, just a great little song. So how, how was the process of putting the songs together in a flow? What was Describe that for me. For the album or the yeah, songs? Yeah, for the album. The album. Yeah. So I honestly just kind of looked at all of them and said, that's a pretty upbeat song, but I love this song. And then that song's pretty great too. Should we put a slow one there? I honestly was just kind of trying to figure out how I thought in my head it would make sense in an album. So I knew I wanted to start with TaylorMade because I just had to go with a banger. I was like, yeah. TaylorMade... Mm -hmm. Yep. People know, if they don't know, it's a great one to get to know me as a person. So then I was like, they're in. They're interested. Let's go on to track two, which is Thank You Tequila, which is also another fun song. So I was, you know, thinking, okay, they were very interested now. They're going to keep mm -hmm. on going down the list. Um, so that was kind of the idea of that. And then I have just a few slower songs. So I was just trying to see 
okay, these are mm. these BPMs. Let's see, maybe let's add this one in. And then I kind of just listened to it throughout and I said, this kind of, this I think is the way to did go. Did you think of it in, in two sides, like, an, like a vinyl? I did not. <laughs> okay, that's because you're younger. <laughs> that's good. Well, what's a vinyl? That's what's good. a vinyl? So that's just, <laughs> right. I, that's, no, that's good. That's just one set because the last song is perfect. Yeah. Where it is. I, yeah. Yes, that was the plan also, always was to put yeah. past on last. That was always yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to end on that note for sure. Yeah. Mm. So I said it's important it's though. first and then passed on. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. It's, a, it's important to get the thing right. Tony and I are going to do a show on, on what albums we think even famous albums we think flow flow yeah. better than others. It's yeah. good. And we'll be you looking thought it at flowed it. well? Oh, that makes me feel yeah. great. I love that. Yeah, I, I do. I think it flowed awesome. So, um, yeah, just the way it works. It just works, Alison. You know, and even mm. knowing the songs before. So, you know, as you know, Cotton Dress is one of our favourites of all yes. time. And oh, i got new favourites. <laughs> Yay! I love it. <laughs> but, um, but and they flow in with the new ones. It's just uh, it would if anyone hadn't um, been following you and listened to the album, they would think it was all done together. So um, that's the way that I've perceived it anyway. Yeah. So what was your favorite part about recording, uh, the, going through that recording process? I felt like an artist, and not that I didn't before. It just I really felt like wow, this is this is it. I am doing what I love and in a recording studio. How cool is that? And luckily for me, working with Andy and Ren, the recording studio is in their house. So I wasn't like, all right, this is it. You know, this, mm. your, your time. You're not under pressure of time exactly. pressure. There was no yeah. pressure. Um, it, it was passed on. We actually recorded a couple times and it wasn't that it wasn't perfect at first. I just got so frustrated because I knew I wanted it to be perfect. And I just didn't, in my head, I wasn't sounding right. And we had to take a step back and they were like, Allison, go home. You're fine. <laughs> Listen over. You're doing okay. You sound great. And I was just mm. so frustrated because I was like, I know I can nail this song. Um, and then when I came back, it just really came to life and we kind of did that with most of the songs I thought some of them I was ready and it was ready to go and I ended up just taking those home and just listening over and over and kind of riffing on top of them to making them my own and Cotton Dress was a really fun one because that's Andy and Ren's song and I wanted it to be perfect and it is perfect and I remember practicing in the um, I guess the green room or you know the other side of the recording studio wall basically and I was running it the first verse I think and they paused and they're like get in the studio right now (laughs) and (laughs) I recorded it and we were you know in tears so happy because it was just really really fun and it was because cotton dress is a fast song and you know to get all the lyrics in and yeah there's a lot of words there are a lot of words um but it's like you said it's a great tune it's 
great, lyrically great, everything all around. And being able to have that experience while recording my first mm. album, I think was really, really important and a really, mm. really big part about it. Oh no. Did the songs change much from when you've written them to to how they came out recorded? Like, you know, I know because during the recording process, sometimes you get that other last minute idea. You go, oh, I'm going to change that word or... We, that's a good question. I'm trying to think if we had that for any song. I think maybe Want Me Like You Want To when we recorded it. Maybe, um, I'm trying to think. I think... Do you play them live, those songs? Yes. Um, okay. and okay, actually, so with thank you tequila specifically, when I was practicing with my band yeah. for our, um, I had two album release shows and when we were, we were, were when we were rehearsing the week before I was just with, they, they'd never played the songs before. So we were going through it and then, and thank you tequila, when we did the second round of the chorus, we ended up making it kind of like a Jimmy Buffett type of chorus, and I loved it. It was just so fun and laid back and like Margaritaville-like, and yeah. It, yeah. it was just really cool. And at that moment, I was like, wow, I can really take these songs in different ways. And that luckily, you know, they're my songs, so I can do it however I want to. Um, so it just kind of worked out that Thank You Tequila could be a really fun, chill moment and then come back up into pace with how it goes. So with Thank You Tequila, we did that. And um, it, yeah, so what I've learned with being able to play with a band, That's my it's dog. okay. <laughs> when I've been playing with a band. She's been a good guard dog. <laughs> Perfect. I think mine went out to go to the bathroom, which is great. I kind of got nervous. But no, she went outside, which is awesome. Four month old girl. Oh, I am so proud of Rory. Good job. <laughs> she should get a treat. Yeah, so singing my songs live and uh, with the bandmates. They are all talented, and that was kind of one of my favorite things, too, is I said, y'all play how you play. I want you to have fun with it just as much as I do with my songs. So the bassist really mm. was having fun playing solos. The guitarist was having fun playing solos, and the drummer was making up different things as we were going along, and I loved every second of that, and um, that's kind of a really cool, exciting thing that I'm ready for. Come here, little Rory. Come Yes, yeah, that's a good that's a good um, way to do it, Alison. I feel let the let the musos play. Yeah, and I what didn't exactly want. that. Like, and I think that my songs have that availability yeah. to grow and to improv and just yeah. make it your own. Because then everyone has their heart mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. yeah, and we had a blast. We had great shows, and now I'm oh she fell off, and now I'm <laughs> just eager to play, and that is my next step right now. I've been trying to book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine because you really want to back up. Well, in the old days, you'd back up an album with a tour. So, right. So what and does I, that look and like? And that is yes, that is where I'm at right now. I'm kind. I'm thinking of doing maybe like backyard shows around. Oh, yeah. I don't know who would be interested in that, but that is definitely next on my list to kind of see um, how to do that because summer's coming up and the sun's out. It's pretty. My music's fun. Yeah. And I think um, it would be a really fun time just having those little intimate shows all over. So mm. I'm currently working on that. Um, and I plan on really getting 
at it in about starting in August. It's kind of like when I really want to get going, but if I could start now, I would in a heartbeat. So, (laughs) so your writing team has been pretty stable. The people around you that help you write, um, how long have you been writing as a team and then are you open to outside influences to help you write? Yeah, so um, my biggest, best co-writer, Andy Renfrey, uh, I've been writing with her and Ren um, since 2019 and Andy knows a lot of other writers because she also writes with so many different people. So luckily... I didn't really have to do much. She just said, we're going to write with this person. So on the album, there are a lot of people we wrote with. And um, Andy wrote on every song. But we, I I should know this, how many people that I co-wrote with. But it's over five people other Mm. than Andy. So a good number of people. And luckily for us, we're really lyrically talented and then bringing the words to Ren has been really fun because he just has his guitar and he's like hmm maybe we should do this and I'm like that sounds great that's exactly how it should sound I love it um and then that's like the Elton John Bernie Taubman yes it is uh, Mm -hmm. very very similar that's cool um and then when we're writing with others when it's Andy and I again they normally have a guitar and are also lyricists but also bring in the element of guitar which is helpful mm. excellent so um, we're going to play you who so tell us a little bit about that song <laughs> so you who is about ghosting and ghosting is a term used nowadays which is where a girl or guy you are texting and you're having a great time y'all are flirting, whatever, y'all are seeing each other, and then all of a sudden, they just stop texting you, and that's called ghosting. So this song is about that. Basically, you see a guy, you walk up to him, you have a conversation, y'all have a great time, and y'all probably start seeing each other for a little while, and then all of a sudden, he's gone. Doesn't It's just nowhere to be found, meaning you're texting, and he just ignores you, and then all of a sudden, like he never exactly, he tries to like come ghost. on back into your life. And you're like, who are you? So that's <laughs> oh, what yeah, this yeah. song is about. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's uh, listen to you. I said you who when I first saw you. I had to ask somebody, who's that guy? And it was you who had me believing Till you were leaving without even a goodbye It took a while to get myself together Just when I thought that you It's hard. 
Um, after hearing you talk about that song, it certainly gives you a different perspective around that song. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed <laughs> too when I talked about it at both shows. They were like, that's so funny. <laughs> 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 it's a great song, I know. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a good a song. great little song and um, something. Yeah, because when I first listened, I was trying to think, is this a breakup <laughs> song? What is, I mean, kind of. But now it's all yes. clear. Yeah, it's kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. Yes. And I like the play on words with you who like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Or like a chocolate so, milk, which good. people also bring up as well. Yeah. 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 Very good. Tell us about your launch night. How much fun was that? So much fun. Um, oh. So I started off at the Sutler on Thursday night and which sadly closed on Sunday. Oh, mm-hmm. just so awful. But um, there are places just the cutest venue and it their stage is great the music was great their food was great the audience was great and I just hadn't performed well I that was my second time performing my originals out with a band and it went really well it was really fun and then Friday night was the big kabam um I had it at the pancake pantry where I work so we kind of set it all up like a release party and like the band was in the corner we had carpets down i had a big banner with my name all over it i had like a fake instagram holding thing um but my whole family was here my dad flew in from israel my sisters came in my mom was here grandparents my aunt and uncle from atlanta it was really really great had so many friends who came um my regulars came from the pantry my co-workers came it was just really really nice um and I had a blast, oh, and good. everyone really, really loved it. And obviously, Andy and Ren came, and then Denise came, who met, I met. Who, she was the first person I ever met in Nashville who got me to meet Andy and Ren. So it was kind of like a full circle moment, which was really oh, great. Wow. Um, but it was so fun, and I want to play again. <laughs> like, I'm just dying to play again. And have you been playing? I remember last time Last time we talked, you would Wanting to play gigs on Main Street, Broadway. that's what it's called. Broadway, Broadway, mm-hmm. yeah, the Broadway. Strip. And I did. I played there for about two months, 
um, once a week, and it was awesome. And I was learning each time I played, I got better um, and was growing with my stage presence. And then I now work with, um, they're called Dilemma Entertainment, which is these two amazing women who are stage coach, uh, coach people uh, for me. And they just really helped me with confidence. And I would sing them a song and instantly they said, why don't you try this? And once I did, it just, it made sense. It was just nice having two sets of eyes Mm. saying, this is great. You should try this. And then it totally changed everything. And I just love that I'm still learning and I want to continue to learn because I know I'm not perfect. And I love that I'm working with women as well. So that's a huge plus. And again, just trying to book (laughs) wherever I can um, because it's so much fun. It's just so much fun to play on stage and entertain. It's just a blast. I love every minute of it. And when I was playing on (laughs) Friday, I had my friends come up and they're like, obviously we've already listened to the album and it's great, but with you singing this live, it just comes to life. And that's a huge compliment. And um, I just know that more people need to hear it live for sure. Yeah, life definitely is the way to go, eh? Yes, yes, yes. That's the way you still... You can have all the Instagram things in the world, but if you play live, it's the word just travels, I think, quicker. Mm. For some reason, I don't know why. You think you reach more people the other way, but because you get the whole yeah. experience live, like mm-hmm. you just said, people that will stick in people's heads more than just listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. For yes. Sure. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Alison, I was intrigued by your performance on the... Um, is it sing on sing on show? yes we we had a family evening watching you in that episode thank you because <laughs> it feels so like my whole did. family knows Alison Asarch <laughs> now and you know your your performance that you provided to us for our Christmas show was exceptional and oh, I think you picked you. up some new fans from that here in Australia maybe not as many as what we would love you to have but, but I, we, will you know, I think take you picked it. up a few yes so I love how that. did you come about being on a show on Netflix and singing I know live to America so fun fact it was filmed in London so they flew us to London to record it which is a whole thing but I'll get oh, there wow. so when I moved to Nashville I joined this app called meetup and basically it says meet up if you like to go hiking if you are a songwriter or whatever and I, d- I never ever did anything I just joined all mm. these groups and one day I got an email that said do you like to sing do you like to have fun do you like karaoke you should audition for the show and I've auditioned for Idol and The Voice in the past. And I was like, sure, what do I have to lose? Nothing, let's go for it. And <laughs> I filled out the application and went into the audition and they loved me and it really freaked me out because <laughs> I'd never had that happen before. <laughs> um, I called my mom and she was with my grandma. I was like, um, I guess it went well I'll obviously know more later but they loved me I think I have a Skype interview next week I have no idea um so then there was a Skype interview and then I was getting calls from LA and I was even at a Maggie Rogers concert and they called me because I was I was 
waiting for the call because <laughs> I knew we were going to London, but I didn't know anything about the show at all. I just knew they liked me and they kept calling and being like, we don't know yet, but maybe can you go to London? Oh, and I was like, you got to give me dates. I got to tell my job, you know, <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> um, but anyway, obviously I got the call and they flew us to London and we were there for about three to four days and it was unbelievable. Um, we knew we were on the 80s show and they like gave us the songs beforehand, but we did not know when we were singing. That is so mm. true. And so when we got the songs, it was like singer one, singer two, singer three, singer four. And so when the, each song had less and less and less. So in my head, I said, okay, so this is somehow an elimination show. Not quite sure how it's going to work. Um, but we found out literally the day of um, and met Titus when we were on stage. And if there was ever a show I was going to be on, this was the show. It was, a, you know, it was about <laughs> being on pitch. And I'm very critical about my singing. So I had a feeling that I could do really well. And I, yeah. they told us at one point, I think it was after the song one or song two, they said, um, if you're using vibrato, don't, because it messes with your score. And I said, perfect, easy, oh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. stop that now. I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's why I won every single round after that. Spoiler, but um, <laughs> I just really <laughs> honed in on that's that. Great. And it was <laughs> just a blast and I to this like and it funded my album it funded photo shoots it's funded video shoots and basically everything that I've done so far so I'm extremely grateful okay mm. now my dogs are playing behind me that's awesome yeah so like sing star you have to sing right yes. on the note is that, is that what yeah the, so yeah. it there's a that. My have some that mechanical program that through the microphone, it could tell how on pitch you were. And it was... Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the tuner, yeah. And it was very similar to an old karaoke game on the Wii that I played in like middle school. And mm. it really <laughs> is just about pitch. I mean, you need to know the words, but like if you know the pitch, you're fine. And so when I was a kid, I used to joke and I would always get hundreds and it's just about humming. I didn't do that for the show, but like I had that background. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, this is easy. We're fine. We'll figure this out. Uh, it's great. That's but so cool. that was the show. And I'm still chatting with not, well, I'm still keeping contact with people that were on my episode. And even at the Sutler, um, on a different episode, the winner was playing before I was. So we actually were playing um, at the same night, which was crazy. So uh, there were, mm. I think, three other people from Nashville that I know of from the show. And I only knew, I only met one that was, oh, two. I met two that were also there with me. But it, yeah. it was a super fast in and out trip. And the show we, you know, were airing it for like an hour or something and then I had to be quiet for over a year <laughs> and that was awful because <laughs> we filmed it, it November been. 2019 well, uh, and yeah, then COVID yeah. hit March 2020 so I'm like in this lockdown and I was just like when is this show gonna happen oh my goodness when are we gonna know and then we just kept texting yeah, each other be being so like, hard. oh my god and like I it was funny because my friends knew that I was going to London, but then I got back and I was like, it was great. 
That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What did you do there? Uh, it was it really was cool. Good. There was a show. It was awesome. And that's all I can tell you. Like, it was so hard. I couldn't say anything. God, that would be hard. And yeah, It was just so much fun, but in your personality, and, and once again, that smile that we just love. Thank you. Just really stood out. So, and as I said, my wife was, you know, those first two rounds, I think, were challenging for you because we're th- we were sitting there saying, no, no, that's better than what you were getting on your, on the on the scores. What's going on here? And... And, uh, and now that I know, I'm going to share that with um, with Sharon, and she'll go, "Ah, oh, that's what happened." So that was yep. cool. <laughs> yeah, they brought it up, and I said, "I." Alison. Yeah, that was awesome. So it's interesting. Last week, um, Braggy made mention of the lengths and breadths that we go to in this particular podcast. So for the last four weeks. We've been in the dive bars of Brisbane and Sydney, reliving my youth with some rockers from the 80s, <laughs> right? So 80s and 90s, and they were just amazing episodes. And then this week we're talking with one of our, our favourite smiles Aww. that we've got from in Nashville. So it's it's just, uh, we just love doing this particular show. Now, now, if I can just be a little bit self-indulgent, I just Go do want to work, sh- share some of the little 13-word episode things that I put together for some of your music. Thank you. As I said, I failed in doing them all. <laughs> but I think I've got some good ones here. So for Taylor Made, of course, last time we spoke, I said it's a strong women, a strong song for strong women everywhere. Now, I've added to that. It's now a strong song for strong women everywhere. Robert Palmer, Eat Your Heart Out, right? <laughs> okay. So, And the reason why I say that is because when I hear that song, you know that Robert Palmer song, I'm Addicted to Love, and he's got mm-hmm. the... The girls that are like very, um, um, oh, yeah, they're all yeah, playing they're the all guitar. Playing the yeah, guitar. They got the red and lipstick. it's a, it's a yeah. similar feel for me visually that I'm getting with that with that strong start to Taylor Made. And so what I think you should do is you get a couple of Taylor clones in the background, and then you're leading them, a la Robert Palmer. Oh, so, but anyway, okay. uh, thank you, Tequila. Of course, was the introverts anthem for Tuesday Night Toofers. Um, the one. <clears throat> which I think Braggy wants to play tonight. So. Well, that's my favourite song, I think, on the album. I, I just I love the words, and I love how... Because the, there's a lot of different musical styles on this album. Yes. Yeah. Even though it's a country album, it's all kind of country, but this one is almost reggae. Yeah. yeah. With, the u- yeah. with the ukulele. There is, is a ukulele, ukulele yeah. in there. Almost reggae. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love that the the message on this song it just takes one, takes if you go if a big adventure starts with one step, mm. um, you only need one person to believe in you. I just yeah, yeah I like yeah. this song. So we will play it, but um, okay, I, I think I did this in twelve words. Sometimes life just needs to be stripped back to what's simple and important. So it's not as catchy mm-hmm. as some of the other ones, but anyway. <laughs> and the last one that I think I just love um, is cotton dress and i call that a stroll through the american dream Aww. so because it's got everything it it's does. Got. it is yeah. yeah it's true yeah so it does yeah and um or, or in in your case because you said it's a fast song there's a lot of words maybe it's a run through <laughs> the american dream but um and then I've, i really started to struggle from that because i got to want me like you want to and 
I've come up with now. This is really shit. I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. It's love dummy, not compliance. So that's where I got, and that's where my mind just evaporated. So, but anyway, let's listen to the one. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. The PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult.
So the one. So what is the one about? I know Braggy's talked out, given his opinion. So why is is why is the one the one? So we wanted to write a song that was positive and a message to tell people that it, it could be if you're having a bad day, you just need one thing to make it better. And it just takes one step to get going. It takes one smile from one person to make it better. And I think that message needs to be said more often. And um, we joke and say we see it in a Disney movie. But um, it just, it, I felt yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. we, I really wanted to right now, my dogs are going crazy behind me. But they, the words are to uplift you and to make you happy. And I try to do that with most of my music because I feel like we need more of it in our world, especially right now. Mm. And there can be a lot of people that get upset when the line is long at the grocery store. They get upset because they're waiting in traffic. But if you just take a breath and take a moment, it just takes one second to make it at all better. And uh, it's the power of one, you know, so. Mm. It sums up your whole <laughs> attitude, I think, Alison. Like last time we spoke to you, you said, you know, I'm already living my dream. Yes. I'm in Nashville and I'm playing in places I'm singing. So that, that's another reason I was, I liked that song a lot. Because, yeah, it's just, it sums you up. The other song I really like, can I do quickly? Yeah, I really like Texas sense. Stars, that Western Swing sort of song. I also love the I song. Love I song. did not write this song, but it works perfectly in the album. Okay. And um, yeah. what I love about it, too, because obviously we, it's Texas to Tennessee is the album. Um, I wanted yeah. to add that in because I am from Texas and I hadn't really written anything with Texas. Yeah, it's a missing yeah. home song. And yeah. obviously, Neon Nobody, yeah. I talk about my hometown, but I don't really say Texas. And then in Midnight Daydream, I talk about Hill Country, which is also oh. Texas, but you don't really understand that unless you know you're like, oh, Texas. Um, and mm. we've made a TikTok dance out of I love Texas Stars, and I think it's a great addition to the album. And again, I wanted it to be 13 songs because yeah. that's Taylor Swift's lucky number. So I had 11, and that's when Cotton Dress and Texas Stars came to play was because we said, okay, let's make it 13, mm. and that, those were the two additions. Yeah. It's really yeah, it's really positioned well, too, on the thing. Perfect. It's, good. it's like a real nice oh, little flowy, happy song oh, good. before I we get it. serious. <laughs> <laughs> the, the final song, Passed In, or Passed, passed on. on. yeah. So Passed In, that's yeah. an auction term. So Passed On. Grandma Bacon yeah. Cakes mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. Is that what that's? Yeah. yeah that's just a that's beautiful cool. song. Thank you. We, I knew that I needed to write something about my family, and uh, it just kind of worked out really well. And we wrote that with Ava Page, who is awesome. If y'all ever want to listen to a new mm. country singer, she's, uh, I think she's 16 now, but she's literally 16 years old and a phenomenal singer-songwriter. Uh, beat cancer and is crushing it so you should totally look up Ava Page um, but awesome. we wrote that with her and she is just impeccable with uh, guitar and lyrics and she added some ooze in there that I couldn't I couldn't do it I was like we're gonna leave that to my fiddle player to make it gorgeous and <laughs> he definitely did a great job but um, I really wanted to add you know like Candlesticks and Silver is a very Jewish 
thing as well. So it worked well to add that in um, with my family. And then from your dad's, uh, my yeah. mom's wedding dress is in my, gra- my grandmother's closet. So that's cute. And we added that in. And then obviously baking and everything growing up with my grandparents was definitely a great memory. Oh, man. So at the launch... Like there's no way I didn't sing it because I don't think I could have gotten through it. Oh, you couldn't <laughs> have got through it. I don't think I could, because yeah, I yeah. think I would have been. I, I think it would have been fine. <laughs> but if, but knowing that my family was already overwhelmed and just so happy to be there, they would have been uh, awful. <laughs> they would have just been bawling <laughs> yeah. and like it would have been a whole thing. And I wanted it to be fun. And then yeah. um, I got the calls later when they finally okay. listened to the whole album. They were like, "Oh my god, Past On was amazing." <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. We, in case you haven't picked up, Alison, we love the album, Thank and you. we just wish you every single success in the world because um, it needs to be heard, and um, and hopefully you get to tour i know with it let's yeah and hopefully i come to australia to... Uh, oh well yeah that would be awesome That'd braggy be awesome. can be your support perfect so. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. we'll... <laughs> i love it so you don't worry about a supporting act right so, <laughs> yeah and uh and uh yeah no doubt that um, you, Australians would love you. So, but that backyard thing oh, sounds really, really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah. good idea. Right. Backyard barbecues with craft beer hey, and tequila. Yeah, maybe. Oh, go. I've got. Ooh, go. Things are rolling in my mind. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So you need to be sponsored by tequila, yes. a tequila company, and you need to be sponsored by a craft beer company. Mm. So that I should. I should. Mm. So thoughts going through. So for everyone listening, how can they listen to your music or connect with you? I, I believe you've got a group out there, haven't I you? I do have or? a Facebook group. Um, I believe it's under Alison A. Sarch VIP group on Facebook. And then even if you just follow me on Facebook under Alison A. Sarch, you'll find me. It's just Alison A. Sarch Official on Instagram, Alison A. Sarch Official um on twitter it's just alison asarch and then i think tiktok is alison asarch official if you'd like to buy the album you can do that through alisonasarch.com um you can also follow me on youtube i haven't really used much or but look how cute she's a great little album yes she's great (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you yes so Follow me wherever you stream music as well. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all the things. Excellent, excellent. And um, hopefully um, taking over the world and then we'll be able to sit back in 12 or 24 months and say, we knew Alison Asarch when she was starting out. Yes, you did. Because there's credibility in that, Alison. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Don't you worry. Uh, All right, so if you just bear with us, we just do our Undiscovered 7 Inches and we'll close off the episode. Um, Once again, it's just always, I've been so looking forward to having this conversation. Wasn't looking forward necessarily to the coffee, but I'm glad that you were able to have a craft beer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Braggy, do you want to go first or shall I? 
You go first. All right, so this, this is week. a this is a song for Braggy actually coming out of oh, yes. uh, the place called Townsville up there in far north Queensland was a band called The Spliffs. No, those, no, and those boys. Um, this was uh, like a double A side. This one it's got Are You Happy Now, which is a great little um, little poppy track, and on the other side was Merry Go Round, which once again was a great Don't little. Have that one, Poppy track on Revolution Records, and uh, it was uh, 1986 when they were living in Sydney. And funnily enough, produced by Alan Thorne. So Alan Thorne's just shout out to Andrew Reed, who's the drummer, who was in my band early early band. Of, I was yeah, in school. So so that was um, my undiscovered seven inch for today. Curly, what show are we doing? It's what uh, number? Fifty five. Do you remember a band called Old 55? I do. From Australia? I do. There you go. I'll hold it up. Old 55. Two faces have I. But the reason that this really suits us, and it's our 55th show, it's Old 55, is because the, the B-side's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That, that, that fits with 55. We've got to think of something for 56 yeah, next week. absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Old 55. I, I still remember a primary school camp where um, you weren't allowed out of your cabins and you know after curfew and and one okay. of the guys snuck out a window and all you could hear him was singing that on the prowl song by old 55 on yeah. the prowl that's how we get our fun <laughs> Alison, they were a, they were a band there was that period in the late 70s and early 80s where all the 50s came back so like Greece came out in yeah. the late 70s and there was a whole bunch of bands that were in the 70s 80s that started doing that's those crazy. old 50s yeah. sort of songs. That's what those guys so did. They fun. just did. So much fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll um, now, last week, uh, we had some commentary um, from our Mick Madu episode part two, which was um, fantastic. Um, we created some joy amongst um, that uh, community of um, people who love the Radio Birdmen, who love the Hitmen. Um, b- Brisbane because, Pucks. You know, funnily enough, we're not necessarily experts on everything. So when we get something wrong, and uh, and last week we did get it wrong. Apparently, Dennis Tech was the lead guitarist from Radio Birdman, not the lead singer, not That's the it. bass guitarist. So we created a little That's bit it. of laughter there for the the people that know. But um, we don't stand up as experts. We just stand up here as people that love music and talk about what it does to us. So good yes. way to say. It. Next week we've got a young fella from Sydney called Blake Carteris, who's or Catteris, who's got his first single out on Spotify. Really looking forward to him. It's a real Sunday session sort of a song. Um, as you know, Sunday session songs are always good. That's why That's this backyard thing from Alison is going. I I need some video footage <laughs> because I, I reckon that that's going to be um, just such a perfect little intimate way to build a a, a, a follower Thank base. You. So. And, and, of course, you can follow us on Facebook, um, uh, TikTok, on YouTube, our YouTube channel. And, of course, we are always on unfilteredandundiscovered.com. So, in the words of the great songwriters, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, it's only rock and roll, but we love it. Thanks again to Alison Asarch. And well done, Curly. And we will see you all Thank again you, next week. Thank you all so much. Bye. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 